Well, good morning. Good morning, everyone. It is Thursday, January the 25th, in the year of our Lord, 2024. I'm John David Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's move into this day in the love of God. Let's move into this day just by drawing near to Jesus, who says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. He says, abide in me as I abide in you. And that just begins at the altar of consecration, just in a simple way, just level setting our soul unto the Lord. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Yes, Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is entitled, New Wineskins, New Wine, and a New Kind of Fasting. Our text is, again, Luke chapter 5, this time verses 36 to 39, a continuation of what we were in yesterday. Hear now the word of the Lord. He told them this parable. No one tears a piece out of a new garment to patch an old one. Otherwise, they will have torn the new garment, and the patch from the new will not match the old. And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins. The wine will run out and the wineskins will be ruined. No, new wine must be poured into new wineskins. And no one, after drinking old wine, wants the new, for they say, the old is better. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. I have heard church leaders utilize this metaphor of wineskins to advocate for new systems and structures and all manner of new methodologies when it comes to making change in the church. I have never once heard anyone talk about new wineskins as it relates to the one subject Jesus utilized the metaphor to talk about, fasting. Jesus was not talking about new ways of doing church. He was talking about the new way of relationship with him in the midst of his physically embodied absence. If you love me, I'm reading from John 14, If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you 
forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. The old wineskin was the Torah, a.k.a. the law, and the temple. These gifts of God mediated the ways and means of a human relationship with the living God. Jesus Messiah, the one greater than the temple, actually replaces the temple with his physical body. Upon his ascension into heaven, he will send the new wine, the Holy Spirit. This new wine will not be poured into the old wineskin of the temple, but into the body of Christ, which is his people on earth. Jesus has come to establish a new covenant with a new temple, which is the new wineskin, the body of Christ, which is literally our physical bodies consecrated in holiness unto the Lord as a living sacrifice, Jesus Christ as our living head. Remember this, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Now, remember this. But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. In those days they will fast. Luke 5.35 That time is now. Why? Fasting is not pious legalism. Fasting is not spiritual technology. Fasting is a means of grace, a primary way of abiding in the vine, who is Jesus Christ, and walking in the power of the Holy Spirit as his witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. In order to contain and carry the new wine, a new mindset, and lifestyle of fasting is in order. This is fasting as an ongoing way of maintaining the temple of the human body as a house of prayer, breaking the soul's idolatrous bond with food as comfort and restoring food to its place of physical nourishment. Consider the implications of soul food and comfort food. The Holy Spirit is the comforter, not the buffet. And friends, let's call it. We are living in the midst of a culture, one of whose primary idols is food and whose God is its gut. Fasting is about appetite displacement. Fasting is about learning to carry emptiness as the means to moving 
in the fullness of the Spirit of Jesus. Fasting is about learning to carry weakness as the means to moving in the fullness of the power of Jesus. Fasting is about learning to carry hunger as the means to moving in the sanctified flesh of Jesus, who said, People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Fasting is about learning to carry hunger as the means to moving in the love of Jesus for others, who said, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish the work he has given me to do. As a result of all this, I believe fasting is one of the main battlefields in the kingdom of Jesus. Why? Jesus said it plainly. And no one, after drinking old wine, wants the new, for they say, the old is better. The Prayer Lord Jesus, teach us to fast. Something in all of us is good with the old wine, the old, more familiar ways. You said it clearly that the time would come for the friends of the bridegroom to fast. We know that time is now, the age of the new wine of the Holy Spirit. Some of us are feeling really burdened because we aren't fasting. We renounce that burden as not from you. Your yoke is easy and your burden is light. The fact that it feels burdensome to us is the sign it is not from you, but from our own broken ways. I refuse to take fasting on as another burdensome requirement. I will instead simply and constantly consecrate myself to you, Jesus, and welcome the indwelling Holy Spirit to fill me. I receive your gentle leadership and guidance in a new way of fasting. We know we have problems with food and all manner of disordered eating. We know the solution is not a better diet and more ordered eating. It is the ever-deepening, abiding presence of Jesus Christ in our physical bodies. Come, Holy Spirit, transform my heart, mind, soul, and strength so that my consecration becomes your demonstration, that our lives become your sanctuary. For the glory of God our Father. Amen. The question, how are you processing these thoughts? Are you leaning in or opting out? Where do you want to push back? What resonates with you in this teaching on fasting? Well, today we're going to sing the simple song. I don't have the page number ready before me. It's in our seedbed hymnal. It's called Spirit of the Living God. I'll give you time to go to the first, the index of first line, Spirit of the Living God. 
page number will also be in the email. But you know the, the tune, you know the words. This is very familiar. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. This is a this is a song for the new wine to fill the new wineskin. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Melt me, mold me, fill me, use me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. We'll sing it through twice. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Melt me, mold me, fill me, use me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. And Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Spirit of the living God, Fall afresh on me, melt me, mold me, fill me, use me, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Amen. You know, as I was as I was singing that song, I was just I don't know, of course we're we're thinking about fasting, we're praying about fasting, we're learning about fasting, but it occurred to me that Jesus, you know, he's he begins his public ministry at the Jordan River where he is baptized by John. And you remember the heavens were opened up and the Spirit of God descended on Jesus bodily in the, in the form of a dove. And the voice of God spoke from the heavens, This is my Son. You're my Son, my Beloved. With you, I'm well pleased. And Gosh, there's the Word and the Spirit converging, exploding in the Son of God in the water of baptism. You know, he gets the performance evaluation before the job begins. That's the easy yoke. You know, he's not out there working for the approval of of the Father. He's working from the approval of the Father. It's pure gift. And this is our baptism. And you remember, now here's what what made me think here. 
immediately, the Bible says, the Spirit led him into the wilderness, into the desert, where for 40 days and 40 nights, he was tempted by Satan. And I believe the text says he ate nothing during those days. Jesus was fasting. The Spirit, from this place of feasting at the Jordan River, on the Word of God, the Spirit leads him into fasting. And that's the thing. That's why we want to start with that song we just sang, because it's not our initiative or our willpower or our best intentions that will lead us into the fasting that Jesus is looking for. I mean, I think our our willpower can lead us into all manner of fasting that is, I believe it's old wineskin fasting. And and the old wineskin fasting is not really leading to the new wine of the Spirit being poured out, which is why I think our fasting actually begins in the water, in the, in the celebration of the gifted identity of the sons and daughters of Abba Father, the friends of Jesus. And, you know, you get to that first temptation uh, where Satan says, if you are the Son of God, like he's taking on his core identity, tell these stones to become bread. You remember what Jesus said? It is written, We do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. You see, fasting is this pathway that takes us deep into the feast of the Word and the Spirit. It's cultivated by hunger. Carrying hunger. We're going to talk more tomorrow and maybe a little bit next week about the practicalities of this. Like, what, what, is, what, what, are, what are the practical implications of a new, this new way of fasting? How is it different? Is it, is it different in its form, and its way? I think so. I think it, it can be. It can be similar to the old way. I mean, clearly you have to come into this with the, the new mindset, the mind of Christ. But you get my point. So don't be discouraged. Don't feel like, man, I'm I'm just not getting it or I'm not doing it right. Let's don't worry about that. Let's let's start out in this water and receive his favor, his love, his joy over us. So that's where we ought to stop today. Yeah, I'm I'm in Franklin. I'll be heading back uh later today. Pray for, for good travel and We'll be sowing all along the way, just like you. I'll see you on the field. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall. 